Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hey, buddy boo. Good morning. Here's your morning kiss from me to you. Okay. Producer Don McLean is hanging with us, too. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Uh, did you guys see that uh, people came out with its most beautiful issue? The beautiful people. Oh, okay. So this isn't like sexiest man or sexiest woman alive. This is just Just beautiful beautiful. people. Yeah, it's their annual beautiful issue. The beautiful people. It's coming out tomorrow. (laughs) And I don't think they could have picked a better cover model. They chose 76-year-old Helen Mirren. The dame. Yes. I love this so much. Lovely. She's, She's really lovely. She really is. And she seems like really grounded... And cool. Down to earth. Yes. Doesn't seem like she would really, doesn't seem like she would mandate a lot of upkeep. It seems like she would run in like a small circle. I don't see the dame, despite the name, with a big entourage. Exactly. She said, I was absolutely sort of gobstruck, as we say in England. I never considered myself beautiful. And at my age. So I was amazed. That's what I think is so wonderful about it, is like recognizing beauty and people of all sizes, all ages, all mm-hmm. different places in their lives. I'm so happy that we've we're finally getting there. Yeah, you know, even if you just walk around Target and you'll see posters and you know of models hanging and stuff yeah. like that, and they're people. They they're don't strike people. you like oh, models right. anymore. And they, the mannequins they do look like people. They are right. actually you know? they have mannequins oh, that are notice. of. Um, more realistic size. Yeah. It's like, okay, that is what it's going to look like yeah. on me. The stick figure that. thing now, like the unrealistic body, all of that, it seems passe already. Yeah. You know, right. even just in the last few years, there's been a big enough shift. I like that um, big butts are in. That's I'm trying to nice. get my butt bigger. And I got a profile of my butt last night. Oh, in the mirror at the gym. <laughs> oh, no. Did Were you, you looking and posing? Don, I wasn't poof. posing. I was just, I looked and I caught a profile and I had, I had like high shorts, short shorts Ooh, on. Oh, did you poof? And it, there was a little poof. There was a little poof. There was rounded There was a curvature. Great. Steve. That I, you know, I, if you had seen my butt four years ago, flat butt syndrome, FBS, my yeah. friends. Yeah, it's hard. And so it's, uh, it's exciting. And then I, I thought in that moment, five years from now, what's my butt going to look like? Great question. Funny that we're talking about this, and and again, this is all you know coming off of Helen Mirren being on the cover of People's Beautiful Issue, which comes out tomorrow. 
I weighed myself for the first time in five years this oh morning. Oh my gosh, in five years? I don't weigh myself, no. Yeah, maybe some peop- four. Some four. people are mirror people. Other people are uh, scale people. Other people are clothes people. Yeah. How do I look? How does it fit? How much do I weigh? Tell us about your experiences well, <laughs> in whatever terms you want to tell us. I uh, wasn't super surprised. Okay. I have gained about mm, eight pounds, yeah. nine pounds maybe. You know, so, it's amazing how it is so easy. I think, well, the math of it is easy to understand with both gaining weight and losing weight. Because think of this if you put on half a pound in a week, okay? Half a pound. What's half a pound, guys? Eight ounces. You hardly notice, right? If you do that in a week, mm-hmm. that means it's a pound every two weeks. It means it's two pounds every month, and it means at the end of the year, you're up 25 pounds, roughly. That's right. And then two years from now, 50. But likewise, that's the scary part of it. Likewise, we're able to like regain. You know, It's like, hey, you just work off half a pound in that week or a pound in that month, mm-hmm. and you can make really wonderful progress done. I think that this is great. Our weights go up, they go down, they yeah. go sideways, all of that. Yeah. I mean, five years, you've only gained 10 pounds. That's in- insane. Maybe and nine four. pounds? Four. Yeah, about nine. Oh, wow. That's, but, you that's, know, that's I was, a pretty great rate there, Donna. I was also up a little from my comfort weight. So I need to lose 14 pounds, But basically. think of this. Think of that. The fact that you, um, that's your your state and you have not been a gym goer because it's more frustrating if you're going to the gym all yeah. the time and you're like, oh, man, I'm not my body isn't the way that I want it to be right now, but I'm here all the time. But so I'm saying that as encouragement, Thank because you. once you click back into that, right, which I will. Boom. You know, I think that's a problem amazing. sometimes with gym people. Hey, I'm right here. People, if you just tweaked your diet. It would work. You can't just go to the gym and still eat French fries and cake and candy. Oh, Olivia. Yeah. Right. You, you right. can't do that. But you can <laughs> lose weight without going to the gym. Yeah, that's right. Correct. They say bodybuilding takes place outside of the gym. Mm. Everybody likes to go and clang and bang. And right. I do as much as the next guy. But it's all about your diet. It will accelerate the right. results. So let's, let's do this, let's guys, do before it. State Fair. Yeah. Woo! Oh, yeah, because we're doing the swimsuit episode out at the State Fair. <laughs> we are going to be live from a hot tub. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. All State uh, Fair long. Kind of, I, I hear the sponsors calling now. <laughs> hey, by the way. people, yeah, yeah, get them over there. There was a broadcaster who used to do this, Barbara Car- Carlson. I think oh. she worked here as yeah, well. Yeah, right. I heard all about yeah, her. Yeah, she was a hoot. She was a fun, fun person. Yes. Yep, she worked over on our sister station. I have movie news. Okay. Real quick, Disney uh, finally dropped the name of the new Avatar sequel and the first footage of the Avatar sequel that was supposed to come out in 2014 was just teased yesterday at CinemaCon. Audiences will see it May 6th in theaters. It will air before uh, the Doctor Strange Into the Multiverse Just the trailer. Just the trailer. But it's going to... It'll be the first time anyone's seen real moving footage, not concept art, not still shots, okay. footage. And I, I, I hear that the word out of CinemaCon, at least one of the stories I read was amazing footage. Really? That James Cameron, again, it was supposed to come out eight years ago. And the reason it didn't was he felt like the technology wasn't where it needed to be to appropriately visually tell the story that he wanted to tell. It's called Avatar Way of the Water. Oh. It's set in water. Ooh. On Pandora, 
And it's the mm. first of four total sequels, the final of which should come out in 2018. So this is about to become like, too you many. know how Star Wars was yep. for a while? Way too many. Well, we're going to have those. And they are re-releasing. They uh, Prior to the movie coming out, they will re-release Avatar, the original. Oh! Both to get fans excited, and they said it's sort of a necessity as well, because technically there are teenagers roaming planet Earth who were not alive when Avatar came oh, out. Oh, wow. Maybe I should see it in the theater. Yeah, I've oh, never a great seen movie. all of it. Oh, really? No, I've only seen like 30 minutes. Now, listen, if you okay. go in and you expect a breakthrough story, you're not going to get it, okay? It's, what is this it is about? not a breakthrough story. I feel like it's a very similar story. I hear it's like Dances with Wolves. Uh, uh, Jason and Alexis say it's literally the Pocahontas story. Oh. Fern Gully, I've heard as well. <laughs> it's a story that's been done before, but visually, it's just, it is a great movie theater movie. Uh, Avatar 2, Way of the Water. Love it. Trailer coming soon. When we return, uh, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? Also, coming up at 930, we'll tell you about a big-name Oscar-nominated actor who says he's taking a break from acting. Mm. Is this a real story, or is this... Fake news. I have opinions. Uh, When we come back, where does the name Taxi come from? I don't know. And there's only one spot (laughs) on Earth where four countries touch. Can you figure that out? That when we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh, Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June. Wait a minute. Isn't that thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. We're back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is, say it with me, fun. I gave you two little teasers because I don't know if you played Wordle today, so I'm trying to wake your brain up. Oh, you did? Yes. I got it like on the third try. I got yesterday's on the second try. Very I was third three yesterday, too. Yes, it is so exciting. And I do it in like less than 90 seconds, I would say. Yeah, that's there are two types of Wordle players. There's there are those who sort of pretend they're going against the clock. And then there are others who like to stew. And the most important thing to them is getting it in the fewest guesses possible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, this is not a word of spoiler, so don't you dare worry. There's another way to wake your brain up. Uh, let's go with this one first. The word taxi. Taxi. I'm walking here and I don't want to be. <laughs> the word taxi comes from taximeter. No, it doesn't. It is the meter in every cab that calculates fares based on the distance that you travel. That meter is called a taximeter, a taximeter. Mm. And so then taxi is short for it. They they got the term for the vehicle from the thing that calculates how yes. much you owe. I used to get so nervous watching oh that thing. God. Yeah, it just keeps going up and up. I know, and, and like, I'm like, it's $45. Let me out here. I'll hitchhike. I don't care. <laughs> You're no cash cab, I'll tell you that. Okay. Hey, hey, oh, hey. Sorry. They're just making a living. That's what I love about Uber and Lyft is you, you know. Yeah, you know ahead going of time. right into it. Yes, and it's it's just a much better way to do it because the other one is really anxiety-inducing. You start looking at traffic. How many red lights do we have? Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Yep. Yeah, on the way here to interview, from the airport to the station, guess how much the taxi? Uh, $45. Almost $50. Yeah. And I was so sweating it because I... 
this was a sudden thing. I didn't have a lot of cash on me. Right. right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. I remember there was a time when I went to uh, Las Vegas to uh, participate in an event. Sure. And I thought there would be a car waiting for me. Oh, <laughs> really? Because I was kind of doing it as a favor yeah. to some this corporation. Right. You know, oh, and right. I'm like, hi, okay, I guess I'll call a taxi. Yeah. I didn't expect it was going to cost me to help them. Let me ask you a question about tipping. Okay. I've had the, uh, car situations. When I go to New York, There's a they do provide a car service, right. and so that's really nice. However, very often I don't have cash, right? And so yeah. I was able to figure out that they rent the car service for me, and they also, I was able to find it out on an invoice that I was copied on on an email. Oh, they tip them, too. That there is gratuity baked in. Should I be tipping on top of that? No. Because then I'm always like, hey, this last time I said, can you break a 50? And two guys couldn't break a 50. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, they are getting tipped by the service. Yes. Yeah, but it feels fine. always tacky to me getting out of a car and not tipping. You I feel agree. cheap. Mm-hmm. I agree. But you do know that they're being taken care of as well at yeah, the expense of the. Okay. You know, it's like one of those things when you have a big party. Of people at a restaurant, they already are it's charging you the gratuity. The, yeah. you, you look at that receipt. Yeah, that's right, Dawn. And you tip pre-tax. Thank you. Pre? Oh, oh you cheapskate! Really? What are that's you doing? That's what you're supposed to do. Look it up. Oh, I. That's that's protocol. You're not tipping on the tax. You tip on the tax. It's you tip, tip on, on the pre-tax. The, I just look at the main. What is big and bold? That's how they trick you. I, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tipping conversations are so interesting. You learn so much about people's behaviors with money. Yeah, I'm a I'm a much better tipper than my wife is. That's just that's an objective fact. You got to at least do twenty percent. That's yeah. my I would thinking. Never do less than twenty. No, don't start working out what is sixteen percent of right. something. Twenty no. is easy. Divide it by five or times it by two. Yeah, just take thirty seven dollars. Take three seventy times two. That's right. There's your tip. Seven forty. Bye. And round up to eight dollars at that point. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, no, that's right. You guys are my best friends. I don't feel the same. There's only one oh. spot on Earth where the corners of four countries meet. <laughs> it's in Southern Africa, okay. where Zambia, Zimbabwe, Botswana, and Namibia touch. <sighs> Nice. <laughs> okay, come on, Don. I should have you read that story. I know that story. you were struggling as you were reading it. You're like, I got this. I mm-hmm. thought we for a second, it I thought it was going to be. We don't like be... you either. Hey, <laughs> she's getting too clean. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He recently. She keeps Who's asking Rocco and I. I'm talking to you now, Donna. I can hear okay. you. Oh, Donna, look Good. at the wall I'm for like, a second. I am not clingy. Go is on. Is there a pick on that wall? She's just getting a little clingy, and she keeps mentioning the best friend thing. I still have headphones thing. on, so I can hear you. To me and Rocco, and it just feels like... What is she saying? Just she wants to be our best friend. She's trying to define the relationship, yeah. and I'm not there. Just say it back. It doesn't mean anything. I just feel like she's just more like a solid co-worker. You know, you get me, right? You understand mm-hmm. that. We got phones ringing. Oh, hi. We'll take a yeah, we'll call. Oh, call. This went really well it. yesterday. Yes. Yesterday, we yes. talked to yes. someone who had been catapulted from a carnival ride. Okay. Well, somebody go. might be kidnapped. Somebody, <laughs> I mean, every time. And then, yeah, the it's next like caller. Thing. <laughs> after, after we talked with a woman who did not want to be on, she was calling to claim a prize from earlier in the show. We <laughs> yeah. said, come on, what was your favorite carnival ride? I was thrown from a ride. And we were like, okay, that's not great. (laughs) Then someone else calls and Rocco said, you want to take it? We said, who cares? Why not? And he said, hey, this is Steve. Click. (laughs) And I thought, you know. How about uh, Rooster the other day telling the story about how a dog bit his bits and pieces and he felt wetness in his pants and (gasps) asked the because scientific Wetness. terms, everyone, scientific terms. We were like, hey, tell us about bleeding. the time you've been bitten. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know that he was bleeding, Donna. I don't think it's blood in there. Oh. I think there's other stuff. Oh, it earmuffs. No, it was a punctured scrotum. Okay, but you can still bleed okay. if you have a skin That makes cut. me feel better if it was blood. I don't know if it's just other, like, the male version of oh, ambiotic fluid or something. I'm no. just trying to figure yeah. it out. Lord. Rooster, call us. Yeah, I want clarification. Oddly, no, his name was Rooster, and I was like, this is not. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe See, don't call us, because then I'll just be answering the phone and listening to your scrotum story during the commercial. Like, please don't. Please I don't. Gotta take a break. Oh come my. on, guys. We're, we can do this. All right, come on. It's... We have a meeting with the boss today. Yes. Oh, look, the phone's ringing. Okay, pick it up. Rooster on line one. When we return, Oscar nominated actor. Taking a break from acting. Twitter was a buzz with this news yesterday. I think this is much ado about nothing. Tell you who next. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Good morning, everybody. Everybody, it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday, but not just any old Thursday, you guys. It's a throwback Thursday. You know it, buddy boo. Which is where typically longtime listeners will know that we do throwback Thursday music trivia. We invite you to hang around, play along at 1130, hour three, if you listen on the podcast. Yesterday, Donna just offhanded said, you know, maybe someday I'll quiz you. And I said, why don't we make that someday tomorrow day? And now tomorrow day is today. Working on it as we speak. So I will be in the hot seat. And Donna said yesterday, I believe we have uh, actual recorded sound of her saying, but you're no good at this or you're not any good with music information. You said this on the air. I did. You did. I don't think that's true. It's true. I'll pull it up. Fine. And anyway. so it's, that's going down at 1130. Yeah, it'll wait. be really fun. And you could play along. Today we will be doing 90s music trivia. Okay, all right. That's all right. kind of that's my sweet, your sweet spot. spot. Yes. That was my See? youth. Being nice to you. Thank you. Thank you. Andrew Garfield taking a break from acting, apparently. This is fake news. Okay, say more. Yesterday I was on Twitter, and it 
was like the top trending story. Andrew Garfield taking a break from acting, which just the fake news aspect of it is when Twitter just throws out a random clickbait sort of trending topic phrased that way. And it seems like he needs to step away and reconsider things. And is he coming back? When's he coming back? If you watch the interview, this happened with, I believe it was a reporter from Variety magazine. That sounds right. And he was talking to him about the kind of year that he's had because he was doing all of the award show Mm -hmm. things. He had three movies that came out this year, right? Um, Tick, tick, boom. And the other two. And the other two. Tick, tick, boom. Uh, uh, the, 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 the cult preacher thing situation. Uh, oh, he, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Very yes. good. He was great. He was also in uh, the new Spider-Man movie. That's true. Um, so he had a very busy year. And then he was doing the award circuit. The headline just reads a little colder and more like, oh, what's he planning on doing? And when you when I watched the video, I watched yeah. the interview. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, I think I'm, right now what I'm going to do is just sort of Take a break. It sounds like he wants to go on vacation, you know, yeah. fine-tune his life, reset his vision, and all that kind of stuff. He wants that, to be ordinary for a little while. Yeah, but the headline made it seem like... He's quitting acting like David yes. uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. This is why this but show this works. Is, but this is what you do, Steve. You pull, you do an interview, right? Mm-hmm. You're the interviewer, and the, or the journalist, and you as a journalist have to find something catchy, mm-hmm. headliney, grabby. And run with it. It's not, it's, you know, not my problem that you read into it more than there really was in the interview. Oh, see, you could work for the tabloids. Thank you. But I have to be the voice of reason. What do people call me? Um, Man of the people. Oh, sure. That's exactly what I was thinking. And then I have to come in and set the record straight. Here's the deal. I love Andrew Garfield. He's great. I love this guy. He sounds like the sweetest human person being on the planet loves his mama she passed away mm. he's very um thoughtful provocative and he seems very kind i'll hang up and listen thank you so much donna for that he was also talking about oh gosh oh man now i'm gonna screw this up he is a friend and they who was also nominated for an oscar this year and uh his friend Come on, actor, kissed him on the red carpet, gave him a big kiss on his cheek. Mm. It was this whole moment. Oh, now I'm forgetting the name, which is going to make the story not great. But he was talking about, and we'll be mentioning this a little bit later, that they were friends when they were broke. And that they, so the fact that they were broke and struggling actors together, and now they shared a moment on the red carpet at the Academy Awards was so great. And Andrew Garfield was also talking a little bit about And I think this adds to your he's so down to earth kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He said, I have been at red carpets talking about the awards season cycle. I've been at red carpets where some people want to talk to me, where everybody wants to talk to me, where nobody wants to talk to me, where everybody wants to talk to me again. And then after that, nobody wants to talk to me. Meaning even at this young age, he has experienced high levels of fame. Right. And also these these spells in between were up now. You're no longer Spider-Man. We're going in a different direction. Guess what? You're no longer the get on the red carpet. Sure. And it sounds like I mean, he's grounded with all of that. It really does. I, I, I'm pretty sure you're talking about Jamie Dornan, by yes, the way. Yeah. My guy. Love that guy, too. Damn. Um. Anyway. Yeah. He just I mean, just like life. Anybody in their career has, you know, high moments and low moments. Yeah, which makes it special when you get to share a moment with somebody 
who was there with you at the beginning or when it was really crummy. That makes those moments more special. Speaking of crummy, did you hear this Olivia Wilde story? (sighs) I did. So for those of you who did not, Olivia Wilde was presenting her new movie, Don't Worry, Darling. She was at a Las Vegas convention uh, called CinemaCon. And someone in the front row approached the stage and slid a manila envelope to her marked personal and confidential. And she stopped and she said, this is for me. And then she picked it up and looked inside, barely reacted. She just said, thank you. And went on with her presentation. Well, what they had given her were custody papers from her ex, Jason Sudeikis, who didn't know that it was going to go down like that, mm. that she was going to be served in that way. Because um, a source is saying that he had no idea when or where she would get served. That's mm. up to the company tasked with handing her the documents. And he never would have condoned it being done that way. I want to know more. That's a really... What's going on? Is he trying to get full custody? I can't imagine they wouldn't agree on joint custody of their kids. What You know, here's my question, though. So, wait. She was, just to be clear, she was on stage. Yeah, she was in the middle of presenting. So... Speaking. Now, they say, like, Jason Sudeikis, you know, didn't have knowledge of when these would be served. But for the person who served them, if you're already at a point where you're able to get them to her on stage... How about this? Why not just wait until she comes off stage? Because already, you, it seems you have you have all access. If you're yeah. able to get her something on stage, you have access. Just wait until she comes off and hand it to her there. Isn't that a because little more respectful? Because they're usually pretty douchey about it. That's the, What are they, like repo men? Yes. Or oh, ladies. Credit, you know, credit collectors. Sure. They're purposely, like, super mean. Um, now, here's the thing. What is interesting is how did this random guy just get in the building? How was he allowed to get that close to her? Did he have an all-access pass? Like, what's the story? Right. But my point is, you know, and I get what you're saying. If that's their approach, that's their approach. But... If you're already a point, because you can't have the argument now. If I had to get a tour on stage, or I couldn't, if you're if you're able to get on stage, you have access. So just wait until she exits the stage. No, they're in the business of being douchey. I think that it's very difficult for them to get a hold of them. It's like you can't just walk up to her door and ring the doorbell when you're being served papers. They have to put it in your hand. They yeah, have, yeah, they, have yes, you, they they it's have to be really, in receipt. And so they're like, "This is my chance." Because if she's coming off stage, she would probably have security guards and people, and they, she he wouldn't be able to, or she. I think it was a she yeah. wouldn't have been able to get through. Yeah, see, I get that it would be more crowded off stage, but I getting on stage is the most access you could ever have. Because think about who you have to clear in order to get on stage, unless you have stormed the stage like a crazy fan at a concert. But if you've been granted that access, that is the premier access. So be the one standing right outside of the curtain, if because they've already given you more access than they would give you backstage to get on stage. Well, the producers are saying they're reevaluating their security procedures. Because that shouldn't have happened. First of all, I don't know that I would open that from some random person handing me an envelope at a... No, there might be... Uh, like, some kind of drug or what something. Is, what is this? 
people were sending anthrax through yeah, the mail. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we had that. to wear gloves to open our mail at work. Remember yes. that whole thing? Yeah. You know, you mentioned gloves. It was funny. Last night, I thought maybe this could be a whole radio segment, and then I thought better of it, because it would probably just be a bummer. We were at the Target pickup last night, and they were doing, you know, where they come out and put it in your trunk or mm-hmm. wherever you at want them to put it. Sure. And it made me think of the first time that I had a surreal experience during the pandemic. So do you remember the first time that in the, at the beginning of it all that you thought, oh, my gosh, this is really weird because I was at Michael's picking up easels okay. for our kids to do art at home because we had found out they were going to be home for a couple weeks. And this guy came out from Michael's and was asking me where it wanted to, it to go. He had white gloves on because... Back on March 13th of 2020, none of us knew if it was just the littlest of skin contact that could transmit COVID from one person to another. And I remember thinking, this is really weird. Is this, this is a recently? new thing? No, this is the first time that I had a surreal moment. It made me think back Got to it. early okay. 2020. Gotcha. Okay. And it was like my first, what, were, what was your first surreal experience where you thought, oh, this is weird. Early on in the pandemic, yeah, I never forget masks that. Michael's in general, thing. first time you put a mask. Yeah, on. I mean, because you you know, a lot of times you'll see an occasional person wearing a mask somewhere on public trans, you know, transportation. And then our friend Jing Lai was saying that everybody in China was wearing masks. You just it just wasn't part of our culture ever, right? To excuse me, to wear a mask unless you were you know under treatment for something, you know. And when you start seeing everybody, it's like, where am I? What planet do I live on? Yeah. So I hear you clucking over there, big chicken. Thanks. I got to go. No, you got to stay. Why? Because you have to tell us about Canopy Group in a minute. Oh, okay. Also, when we come back, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Johnny Depp has a defamation trial going on right now. It already started? Yeah. It's already started, well, Steve. Tell us all about oh it. Oh, my God. The, do you know anything? The, I do. In fact, the testimony of this one guy to me was just hilarious. I'll tell you all about it when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got producer Dawn McLean for another, I don't know, 12 minutes maybe. Yeah. Let's, yeah, girl. Let, don't take her for granted. We won't. Okay, let's talk about this uh, Johnny Depp trial. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Steve, I think I'm going to give you a little bit of this. To link it up. Oh, yeah. I love the opportunity. Okay, I didn't watch a whole bunch of the trial yesterday, what? but in the uh, <laughs> prep room when I we were done on the air here, I'm watching this and I'm like looking at Grant and I go, is this guy in his car? Hmm? This guy was testifying in his car. You know how guys take selfies? So <laughs> he's in the car or at the gym. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, his name is uh, Alejandro Romero, and he was questioned. It was in a pre-taped deposition in January of last year. And he had said that he only met Johnny a couple of times, but he, he had never seen him be abusive or violent. He's also like vaping in the video. <sighs> so during this um, that they were playing for the jury, Johnny Depp had a hard time uh, keeping from laughing Here's a a little bit of this guy, Alejandro Romero. 
you don't recall seeing Amber Heard on May 24th, correct? I don't remember. I don't even remember what I got for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, the guy was like just being like pretty just mm, blase. Oh, gosh. It was very funny. And then at the end of the deposition, he began driving his car. Uh, just like I'm leaving. What this sounds like, um, like the people's court, something that would be like an outside the courtroom. Yes, it does. But you know, I, it looks like he maybe has his phone on his dash. Oh, okay, and is doing this deposition. Maybe he was unavailable to oh. to do it. So it was year. like a Zoom. He was on. Yes, when or you say, FaceTime. Okay, FaceTime. Right. When he drove off, was he, was he just like, all right, I'm done? Or Bye. like, okay, I got other things I got to do. I got to get to the store. I don't know. He seems pretty much like that kind of guy. But um, anyway, I believe he was uh, a doorman Okay, at one of their places. Um, oh, okay. He also testified that he saw Elon, Elon Musk a few times a week at Johnny Depp's penthouse in 2015. Oh. He also visited when Mr. And I'm just enjoying the. Sorry. Okay. That just scared me. Visited Johnny Depp uh, when Johnny, sorry, wasn't home. Uh, Elon Musk was allegedly given access to the building's parking garage at the request of Amber Heard. No, man. He would uh, be led up to the residence via the penthouse elevator. And Ooh. his first appearance. In the penthouse occurred shortly after um, Amber allegedly threw a vodka bottle at Johnny Depp in Australia. And the reason she did that, by the way, according to him, was because she just found out that Johnny wanted to enter into a postnuptial agreement concerning their assets. Oh. And it made her really mad. A postnuptial. Oh. Yep. Meanwhile, um, Elon Musk is. Uh, not going to testify as we thought, nor oh. is James Franco, according to the New York Post. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder what changed there. I do, too. Hmm. Um, she had previously testified that James Franco visited her in that L.A. penthouse in 2016, allegedly after that same altercation. Hmm. You know, it's so sad because I was watching... I don't know, one of the entertainment shows last night. And there was this really cute kind of you've been punked kind of show where her car went missing and her dad was in the video. And what had happened was Johnny Depp got it all pimped out for her. Oh, you know, had it like restored. Sure. Yeah. And it was so cute. The two of them together when she found out it was a joke and she's all like, oh, like jumping on his back and laughing and. Because she knew the camera was on her. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, my gosh. I don't disagree. Uh, By the way, Johnny, guy after my own heart, if Mm. I do say so myself. Yesterday I was talking to you about my doodling. You were Mm -hmm. like, what are you writing over there? Yeah, this is during the college pop culture knowledge or millennial X game. She's just doodling. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. I have to write things out. Like whenever we do a contest, I write or I or I draw pictures. I draw yeah. hearts and all sorts of stuff. Johnny Depp does the same thing. Oh boy, Steve, you can link this up because there are some pretty good pictures. He's got a post-it note that appears to feature a doodle of a woman. We don't oh. know who it is, but it's pretty good. He puts it right on his uh, lawyer's legal pad. Oh, oh. Can you see it? Oh, my gosh. 
It's pretty good. And the lawyer's like, what are you doing? And Johnny's like smiling. At least, you know, at least he comes across as somewhat human. Yeah, he doesn't seem, uh, you know, obviously he doesn't seem like super upset all the time. He's, yeah. Know. Like he smiles a lot, he laughs a lot. He's got a couple. Then he's got some aliens. Oh, right. dancing in another one. It's pretty good. Oh wow! Yeah. I love that he comes with colored markers. He sure does. <laughs> wow, it's like it's like when you bring your kid somewhere and you know, like you go to a restaurant, you just want to get out and go to a restaurant, and so you bring a whole situation for them—a coloring book, yeah, their pencil set, yeah, just to keep them quiet and so, entertained. Yeah. So while he's listening, he's you know doodling, which oh, I really boy. appreciate for one. Thank you. Oh, you know, this is another thing where Donna just feels like Johnny Depp with all of the serious allegations. We're setting them aside for this part of the conversation. He's your type, Donna. He is your type because you like his look. And anyone, if you're new to the show, she likes anyone who looks like they could pull off a magic trick, but won't because she's not a big fan of magicians. But basically, you know, dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's add a oh, chic man. to the I end of that, it. and I then he it. doodles, she doodles. I bet you, I bet you like a guy who still wears like a like a thick leather band on their wrist. Mm-hmm. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yep. Yeah. See, that's great. You know your type. Thanks. You're welcome. I never end up with that type. No. Uh, yeah, because I have, and they don't pay their rent usually. <laughs> Those kind of guys don't. Uh, oh, God. That's so funny. You know, unmotivated. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Um, you mentioned boy. Johnny doodling, and then it gets me thinking of kids doodling and all that. We went to a restaurant for the first time in a while. We we ate inside of a restaurant. Now, listen, it was a fast food, okay? It was, it was Culver's. It was Culver's. But it reminded me why we don't go to restaurants with our kids. And it was fun. We had a good time. But there are so many times when you have to manage them. Yes. Unless they're all on tablets and locked and loaded. But Dev was wild. He's standing on booths. He's walking around. All of his cousins yep, are there. Yeah, like, sit down, sit down. Yeah, it's just yeah. not. I, I know people, and I would never say their name without clearing it. Elizabeth Reese always takes her kids to restaurants. And I just think, <laughs> I wonder how much work that is. Really, really, really. Like, I know we all say it's fun. And if you can commit to going out to eat, I think I love going out to eat. I think it's so fun. But I also think that kids really alter the dynamic. Because there's so much public managing of your little ones. Once we get Dev to about, you know, six, it'll feel better. I think there are parents who just let their kids do what they want. Hmm. Which well, yo, can be really annoying. We're you know? not introducing no energy to right. Brayden yet. <laughs> right. Like we just don't want to be. I have a friend who is that way. She would just let her kid. Let's just say we were waiting in line for a movie or something. Yeah. Let him like whip the rope. You know the little velvet rope. You know oh, would let yeah. him do that. Not realizing he's like hitting someone in the back there. I feel like most times I'm uber aware of how it's affecting other people to a detriment. Lou is much better. She's she's not loosey-goosey letting them do anything, but she's not overly concerned with what everyone is thinking, where I get overly concerned, so then I easily get stressed in oh, those situations. No. I don't want to be stressed. I want a massage. Oh, I want a face massage. <laughs> <laughs> I want 
I do. I need. I want to get a facial, and then I want someone to like rub my sinuses and my forehead. That's like when I get the mall massage. They'll do your ears. He goes to the mall to get a massage. I would do that. I stay right now in the main corridor too. It's right next to where they sell calendars at Eden Prairie Center. And I like hearing the people pass by. Don McLean, thank you so much. We love you, DJ Rock Lobster, coming in next, and then we got music news. You betcha.